everyone. Welcome to season two of Humans Are Monsters. I'm Erin. And I'm Lindsay. And this is a podcast about complaining. Lindsay, how are you? Uh, I can't complain. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. <laughs> so much to complain about. It's been what we took the summer off. We took the summer and the fall off. Today, we are complaining about what I think is one of the greatest lies that we tell ourselves is that New Year's Eve is so much fun. Mm. So not. It's it's so not. It's a big, everybody gets a perfect outfit. You shop for an outfit, at least I used to, and you make what you think of the best possible plans. And I'm married, so I have a lovely person to kiss at midnight, as does Lindsay. But when you were, when I was a single person, you try to pick out, you know, who you wanted to kiss at midnight. And I would say maybe 100% of my New Year's Eves, none of that happened. It wasn't fun. I didn't get to kiss who I wanted to kiss. And I, I did cry a lot. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I never liked New Year's even as a child because I've always been freaked out by the passage of time because I was an existential child. <laughs> what would you, just, would you just be like, what does this mean? As I like a seven-year-old. Like, I remember being like, 1972 will never happen again. Never, ever, ever again will it be 1972. I will never be eight years old ever again. Like it was, I remember taking a glass of orange juice that I'd poured that evening and putting it in the refrigerator and thinking like, this is the last thing from 1972. And I was so, everyone, we were having a party at our house. There were pither festivities. <laughs> there were children playing games. There was laughter and merriment. And I was very depressed about this glass of orange juice and about the fact that it was going to, <laughs> like, it was going to rot and mold and nothing was ever going to be the same. I just was there some had a sort of time with it, like joy of drinking like orange juice from last year? Was that ever like? <laughs> no, it was like, oh, it's just over. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what it is. I've always had. I, I'm better about that now, actually, but I did not like it as a child. I got a very melancholy feeling about the whole thing. I wasn't to the extent that you were with like the glass of orange juice is dead and over. It wasn't that far, but I always did have a melancholy feeling as well. And I didn't, as a child, like, I think almost everybody just like spends it at home with their parents, unless you have like super cool parents who are like going out and you're like with a babysitter or something. But I just spent it watching you know, the ball drop on TV and everybody was like, oh, happy new year. And they seemed very excited about it. And I pretended to be excited, but I was like, this is quite sad. Yeah. Now what made you sad about it? Yeah, I think <laughs> just that like, it, it is also is the passage of time. Oh my gosh, this year is over. Like, here we go hurtling into the future. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that even mean? I don't know. 
I agree with you. Yeah, hurtling into the future. And I remember thinking, maybe not at eight, but shortly thereafter, people would always be like, goodbye to whatever year it was. Like it was a terrible year. Somebody died and this terrible thing happened. I thought, well, terrible stuff's going to happen next year. That's just life. Like good stuff too. <laughs> but who thought that there's going to be a year where like nobody that you, no famous people die and nothing blows up and you know, there's just always going to be bad things and good things. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. I was a real fun kid, let me tell you. <laughs> I see some similarities between what you're describing and CJ, and I think it's perfect. And CJ is fun for anyone. Yeah, CJ, yes, for yes. people who do not know. Mm -hmm. I did always really like when I was watching, because I've always kind of been obsessed with New York City. And I loved seeing the glasses with the year. Oh, yeah. And I always wanted a pair of those. So when we lived in New York, of course, I had to go get the glasses with the year on it. Maya's like, what? what? I don't need these glasses. You buy these every year. And I'm like, hell yeah, I buy them every year. I love these glasses. And she's like, oh, I'll put it on. And, and I'll you like, bracing it. Yeah. please you. But um. I, I really dig the glasses. So what did you do this year? So this year, we had a, uh, well, we were supposed to come to Chicago and then, you know, Omicron, um, Omicron kind of canceled, canceled that for us. So we were just like, let's just hang out at home. We had a fire in our backyard. We did have one of um, our friends over for like early in the evening. We, yeah, we just hung out at home. And again, I, I, I don't know if Maya will be upset <laughs> telling this to our 10 listeners, but I actually accidentally started a fight at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> and so that's how we rung in the new year. That's great. Did you, were yeah. you able to resolve it? Um, well, <laughs> we resolved it the next morning. Okay. So that's pretty um, good. Pretty good. And it was just, it kind of sucked because like we had all this time before 12.01 or 12 o'clock on the dot to have this little, you know, spat and that I absolutely started. And, um, <laughs> and I just, I just had to do it at, at 12 o'clock midnight. Well, sometimes that'll happen. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's just the way that we decide to structure time is very arbitrary like it's just another day it is and we try to make it this i mean it is special in the sense that like we have a whole brand new year to kind of do with what we want or recreate ourselves or not or stay completely the same whatever it's special in that sense but we try to build it up into this like big party big outfits big dreams into this one hour <laughs> from like 11 to 12 right and then life is well, regular still Life is regular. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm not a big New Year's fan, but then I also feel like I should do something. So this year, you know, we, there's sort of the pandemic. We thought it was going to be done. We were going to have a lovely New Year's party with our friends and with our son because they have kids the same age and it's really lovely, but that was canceled. Um, I had just had COVID. Um, so right. <laughs> my, yeah, uh, my husband who owns a bar was at work. 
my 15 year old was playing video games and I was, you know, on my phone. It was very depressing. And at about 1130, I was like, we have to do something. So, <laughs> you know, nothing literally like the 11th hour planning in advance. So I told CJ, I was like, we're going to do something. And I made us some little mocktails that I put in fancy glasses. And then I grabbed a piece of paper. Uh, I told him to write down something from last year that he doesn't want to have happen again, something that he wants to, to change. And then to write down something, a hope for the new year. And I did the same thing. And then we took our, our things that we didn't like from last year and we burned them outside, which was fun. I love it. And then we took our new hopes and we put them in our outside flower boxes. And then we sprinkled them with the ashes of last year to help fertilize them. And then we went in and watched, you know, not the ball drop because I'm in the central time zone, which is a real down. Oh, right. It's a real letdown because, you know, you're not watching the New York City ball drop. You're watching like the people from WGN News <laughs> stand outside on the Chicago River and they had good fireworks, but we watched the countdown. We watched a little bit of the fireworks. It was probably a 15 minute long New Year's Eve celebration, but I have to say we both felt better afterwards. It felt like we did, we marked it in some way. And yeah. if we hadn't done anything, I think it would have just been a bummer. Well, it just seems like keeping it simple with like the having like, or making plans at 1130 was not this like huge, huge anticipation that people like build it up to be. And yeah, some of the, some of the best, actually I had pretty crappy New Year's until um, I met Maya. And then we, the past, uh, when we were in New York, we just had, we had a couple of friends over and played games and like had drinks and th those were fun. But anytime I tried to make New Year's something really big and special, it turned out to kind of be a flop. Yeah. Um, I did have a New Year's party. I had some friends uh, in the Chicago theater scene we used to have an annual party, a group of women who had a house and it was usually a pretty fun party. Um, but I still had, you know, I, did, I had the New Year's, it was my favorite thing to do. And I remember one night going to the party and getting incredibly drunk and then throwing up <laughs> off of their porch into their bushes <laughs> and then going upstairs, this is all well before midnight, going upstairs and napping on one of their beds waking up and feeling very refreshed because I had thrown up. So I was no longer drunk and I had had a nap. And then I was just in time for new year's. And then I started drinking again and got just a mild little buzz a second time. <laughs> if you can rally way to go. That was fun. I love that you took a little nap along with throwing up. I think it was like a, a 90 minute nap. I mean, it was a real refresher. <laughs> Where was Lindsay? I don't know. It was pretty good. So yeah. I felt better about it the second time around. The first time I, I drank too much. The second time was just, you know, a little champagne and maybe a cocktail. Just, just enough. Yeah. A, a, a reasonable amount of alcohol. I believe I was like in 28 or something when that happened. So that was yeah. when I could do that sort of thing. Not so much anymore. I had a... I actually just remembered this one. And it was pretty terrible. We, I, I was dating this girl... 
We were visiting some friends in Boston because they were getting married on New Year's Day. So we were in Boston and we had, we were staying at this beautiful, um, or no, they were, they were having a party, a New Year's party after they had their rehearsal dinner at this beautiful hotel overlooking Boston Harbor in which there would be fireworks at midnight. And uh, I don't really recall the circumstances. I did not start a fight this time, but I was, the person was, the person I was dating was like a little bit crazy and they had locked the, themselves themselves in the hotel bathroom. And at midnight, I was watching the fireworks over Boston Harbor um, through these like beautiful like floor to ceiling windows while my girlfriend at the time was locked in the bathroom of the hotel, which was not embarrassing at all in front of people. I didn't, you know, a lot of them I didn't know. Oh boy. And so, of course, nobody could use the bathroom because she was fucking locked in the bathroom crying about, I don't even fucking know what to this day. It was great. <laughs> That's fun. Well, I have, this reminds me that my friends who have this annual party that now has sort of helped turn my feelings about New Year's around, they, probably about 15, 16 years ago, oh, geez, maybe 20 years ago now, they got married on New Year's Eve. And it was a lovely wedding. It was fun. Um, and that was that was a good memory. And I did not like myself in a bathroom. Nothing, nothing bad happened at Amazing. that wedding. <laughs> I mean, maybe to somebody else, but not to me. And that was, was a good one. Yeah. Oh, um, that same couple now has two kids and they live in a house that's an old Victorian house in Hyde Park. And they have two dogs that are adorable and delightful and very barky. And they have a big, not a big gathering, a gathering of several um, couples with their kids. And it feels when I'm there, like we're in It's a Wonderful Life meets like you can't take it with you. It feels like it's <laughs> like the 1940s. They're always playing like jazz records on their record player. And my friend is like a gourmet cook and she's making like Coco Van or something like <laughs> from the Julia Child cookbook. And there are children running around screaming and running up and down the stairs. And last time a little boy came and brought his trumpet and he kept playing the trumpet and marching up and down the stairs and the dogs are barking and running up and down. And the guys are outside like smoking cigars around a fire and laughing. And the women are all like, it, it was, it's crazy and super fun. And so yeah. I have to say that that is a much more, that's a fun way to ring in the new year. Cause it's just, um, kind of just makes me forget about the passage of time. Right. <laughs> and it's it feels so hectic very, and fun. It feels nostalgic in the moment that it's happening. So it sort of satisfies my nostalgia doesn't feel melancholy. It feels like right. I'm living it, which is more satisfying than thinking about the past. I feel like I'm sort of in the past while I'm doing it. <laughs> And You're a time that, traveler. Yeah, I feel like a time traveler. And we do get kind of dressed up and it is yeah. fancy and they have little, you know, I don't know, their house just has a very old fashioned vibe to it. It's fun. I think, you know, hopefully whatever happens with COVID, at some point life will return to quote unquote normal life, whatever that is. I am excited to, because Maya has always been a really big fan of New Year's 
um, historically, and it's been um, difficult uh, the last few years because of uh, family stuff and, and things of that sort. But um, I am excited to get dressed up and like go somewhere and try to try to outweigh all of the terrible New Year's with like, just try to cancel them all out. <laughs> um, I, I think the worst New Year's that I've had, well, the most, well, I, I was, I was younger. I was like, I'm going to have a party. This is going to be the world's greatest New Year's Eve party. And I spent at least a full week beforehand preparing for it, cleaning and like making decorations, making, I made like, I had a photo booth for people for like an Instagrammable moment. And I, I got all these logs that um, we could have a fire pit with and I spray painted them silver. So they were like the, even the seats at the fire pit were festive Fancy. and I baked cookies and I made chocolate covered pretzels and I like had all these snacks and I was so excited to have this amazing new year's Eve party and people showed up wonderful. But all they wanted to do was take shots in my kitchen and then like pass out on my furniture and break stuff. And like, they really wanted it to be like a, like a frat kind of party. Mm. And I was like, this is bullshit. And I actually left the party. I, I, when I was younger, I would just walk off when I was drunk. I would just like walk, just walk off into wherever I wanted to go. So I just like took off walking down the street and my like, I'm sure I wore something that I thought was pretty spiffy at the time. And I like walked um, a mile away to a friend's house and I was bawling my eyes out and I slept on their couch and woke up and I was like, I'm never having another New Year's Eve party. Fuck everyone. That is tragic. That is bad. No, no. When you go to all that effort and you just have a bunch of jerks, that's no fun. No, I wanted to have like a, like a proper New Year's party. I don't want, I don't want people like, you know what that is? Lighting stuff on fire. And that means you need to get yourself some new friends. Which is one of my New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. I know. My expectations did not, they they didn't know that in their defense, they didn't know that I wanted to have like a proper new year's party i just thought it was like to just break stuff and yeah right like i just thought this was going to be a civilized party this do you think i'm just some sort of crazy person who like trashes people's house no this is civilized anyway right well yeah then you get find some civilized people for that civilized party seeking civilized friends dm me (laughs) um well, my, my worst New Year's is pretty, it was, it's not very funny. I, I did have a miscarriage on New Year's Eve. That was a fun time. Funny. That was, I just remember walking the dog and hearing how all the people like, you know, we have a lot of fireworks that go off in our neighborhood and just like looking in the windows and seeing all the little parties going on and thinking, well, this is, this isn't fun. This isn't festive no, at all. No. no, that wasn't good. And then I did have someone break up with me on New Year's Eve, which was fine. I mean, it was terrible at the time. It was a (laughs) long time coming. And I believe we got back together several times after that. And, you know, it it was just par for the course with that relationship. But that wasn't a fun night either. 
I think the thing that I learned from this year is that just having, even if it's something small, a little ritual to, you know, I never embraced that idea of starting new. And it did help to have something like a, a ritual there instead of just drinking or I was never big on the countdown. It felt so much pressure and kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh no, it's coming. The new year. Ah, ah. Right. You know, it, just, <laughs> right. it just didn't feel the way I think it feels to other people. But having this, um, yeah, having this ritual felt better. It was like a hope that you hope to grow. And so I think I'll try to do that in the future. I like the ritual. I, I think that's a great idea. And it, and that it helped you kind of, again, not, not um, feel as melancholy, as melancholy, as melancholy <laughs> as you did like, yeah. when you were younger um, and had the orange juice. So do you have any resolutions for the new year? Are you a resolution person? I know we've talked about this, but how are you? I, I am a now? I am a resolution person. I have them written down in a planner. <laughs> um, one of them is to make a new friend. So I really wasn't kidding. So if you want to be a civilized friend of mine, you can DM me, and I will try to be friends with you. Um, <laughs> I am going to read a book a month. I am going to work on my posture. It's quite terrible. Okay. You guys can't see this, but we're- You can't see, but we are now sitting up straight, (laughs) both of us. And in the Zoom. Yeah. Shouldery type movements. By by the way, my stepmother is convinced that my father had vertigo because he didn't sit up straight. And she told me to sit up straight. And um, now she claims that his vertigo is better because he is not hunched over. I don't think she is right. This is her claim. (laughs) If any medical professional listens, please also let us know if that's true. Um, I have, the list could go on. Do you have, do you have some resolutions? I know last year I said you, I think you said you make them in like September or something, but I don't know if that's. Yeah. I make them every day and then don't do them. (laughs) New day resolutions. I, I'm not really, no, I really don't make new year's resolutions. Um, yeah, I don't make them. Okay. Um, Number three on my list then is. (laughs) Do it. I have, I have a long list. What is it? I want to keep being active. I, I think like, I'm just like, this is our only body. And I see as people age, like if they stop doing stuff, if they're stopped being, if they stop being mobile, it's really hard to then start being mobile. So I'm trying to, I've been pretty couch, couchy, couch potatoy. Um, since I was telling you this, since we ran our half marathon and I've been fine with it. Cause I'm like, I just ran a half marathon. I can, <laughs> I can take two months off, which then turns into three months, you know? So yeah. being, getting up and moving my body in whatever way, hopefully something that I enjoy. Um, I don't remember. There, there's a lot, there's a lot of them. I have a list. I've colored them. I've, I've, you know, decorated um, I put stickers next to them. Um, 
Yeah. Good. So I'm huge on it. Huge on resolutions. Good. Do you, did you follow most of yours from last year? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I would say, uh, no, uh, the one that I really did stick with was flossing every day. Mm. So that is, I really did. That is like part of my routine now. And it's even if some, like some, I, I don't necessarily do it every day, but if I, if I like skip a day, I'm like, okay, um, you have to floss tonight because you didn't do it yesterday. Like it's very, it's part of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Good. Any f final last thoughts on um, how New Year's mostly sucks? Well, I think it's just problematic that for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it's so damn cold. It's a terrible time of year to have a New Year everything's dead. Have it in the spring. Have it when things start to perk up. The reason I always said September is because that's when school traditionally would start for me. And that always felt like a new beginning. It feels like it's in the middle of, yeah, it's in the middle of winter. Why now? This is not, this is a time I want to hunker down and right. um, not do shit. So it feels like a <laughs> weird time to be telling me to get my life together. That's I'm I I'm mad. Yeah, at I New agree. Year's. Like don't I agree with don't that. do me like that. New Year's. Let me do it at some other time. Maybe in Australia. If I were Australian, maybe I'd feel differently. It would be like the middle of summer, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get yeah, that body, yeah. and I'm gonna, you know. Well, maybe. I mean, certainly you could change locations, but I think starting a petition to have New Year's in September is a great idea. Okay. That will be my goal. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on my list of resolutions for next year. I'll sign it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back uh, to complain about other things this season. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>